0: Uncovering your truth and fire, one conversation at a time. This is the Spitfire Podcast. The Spitfire Podcast is brought to you by the Spitfire Coach, a subsidiary of Lauren Lemunion Coaching, LLC. If you like more information about business coaching or how to get the passion back in your profession, go to laurenlamonian.com or thespitfirecoach.com. Hey guys, it's your host, Lauren LaMunion, the Spitfire coach. I'm coming to you every week, bringing you stories of creative entrepreneurs, passionate professionals, and their journey along the way. I would love it if you could give us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or however you listen to podcasts. Head on over to SpitfirePodcast.com. Subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your Uber driver, tell anyone that matters, and you keep being awesome. I want to give you a little taste test, if you will, of this amazing new product from Sip City, D.C. So you're tagged in there. If you're following, you get the advanced preview if you're on Lauren Lemonion Coaching or on Sip City, D.C., because we're cool like that. (laughs) So we have Nikki and Josie of Sip City. I don't even know your last names.
1: (laughs) Nikki Blank. Josie Gibbons.
0: Fantastic. And you're 20-somethings. Like, first of all, let's just pause on that. (laughs) I'm not going to ask you your exact age. But... Holy crap, the, the cojones of some 20 year olds coming out in the beverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you embracing your cojones?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've, yeah. Got, we've got strong ovaries over here. Strong ovaries.
0: <laughs> into, we go in a set. Oh,
2: yes. Yes, we do. Yeah, we're both 25 years old and just kind of said, can I curse on this podcast? Hell, yeah. Uh, we just kind of said, like, fuck it. Fuck like, it. We don't see this on the market. We want to we do this.
0: That's amazing. On my Instagram, one of my quotes that I love to just spit out there is, fuck it, let's do this.
2: Uh, that's exactly how
1: just pass the mic there. So, yes. Um, that's exactly how the whole thing played out. Nikki moved here, and she was like, "Do you want to do this with me?" I've had this idea forever, and I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." Like, fuck why it. not? Absolutely. You why
0: you not? found your fuck it sister.
1: Oh, I found my fuck it, and I and I was not <laughs> I a found fuck, my it fuck, fuck it person until Nikki came here, and now I'm a fuck it person all the time. So
0: she was the catalyst to your fuck it.
2: Yes, I like to bring out the fuck it in people. Okay. I love how many
0: f bombs we're dropping right now. I'm so sorry, hey, Facebook hey, Live. Sorry, we mom. don't have we don't have the censorship. My my mom loves to curse too, so. <laughs> So, where are you guys from originally?
2: Uh, so, I grew up in New Jersey. Um,
0: how did, wait, how did we not cover I this? I'm from New Jersey, too. i from to New Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. Hunterdon County, a little town called Lambertville.
2: Okay, I'm from Short Hills. Oh, my goodness.
0: I used to play soccer there. Small world. I used world. to play soccer around
2: you. Well, you know? I don't think
0: we competed against each other because I'm about 10 years older than years. you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love a Jersey girl. Yeah, I grew up in New Jersey. Uh, my family's been in Tokyo, though, for the past 10 years. So, okay. they sold our home in New Jersey. Um, about three years ago now and then I moved here from Boston in June so I'm new to DC okay yeah. and Josie
0: where are you from um,
2: so I was born in Michigan um, I moved to
1: Nashville when I was in high school and then I went back up to Michigan for school so my family is in Nashville right now and my extended family is all over the place so okay so we got Tokyo kind of bop around. <laughs> we got Tokyo
0: New Jersey Nashville Michigan where did you guys meet each other how do you know each other yeah. Was, oh, we got Nikki's telling the story.
2: <laughs> so we met through a mutual friend that I went to college with. Um, Josie and our friend decided to get the fuck out of D.C. for Inauguration Weekend. Um, I did yeah, that but just, but just to
0: Virginia. <laughs>
2: yeah, so they decided to come to Boston for the weekend. And we just had this like magical Boston weekend where we ate all the amazing food possible and explored Boston and went to the Women's March and just had this amazing sort of bonding weekend and hit it off and then... I decided to move down to DC in June and just sort of it felt like nothing had no time had passed we just kind of hit it off from where we were and then um, had a lot of things in common one of which being that we both had been kind of making switchel for years that we didn't and we didn't you know. You were switchel sisters. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So we just kind of hit it off. We're hanging out. I was making boozy popsicles in my apartment and we were eating boozy popsicles on the roof of my building and talking about what this would look like and Oh my God. Today. I want to hang
0: out with you guys. Like they that's, b- yes. Oh, it's happening. Well, I am hanging out with you, but without
2: mics. <laughs> we can have some boozy popsicles. We will see. We're it's too freaking cold. Popsicles, <gasps> so.
0: Oh, we'll talk about that too. Okay. So first of all, let's talk about what switchel is because if you're like me, I, I, I met you like a couple weeks ago at a networking event and I was like, what is this? <laughs>
2: Well, it says right on the bottle, what the fuck is Switchel? Because.
0: Oh, wait, I'm going to do this in my best broadcasting voice. Switchel has roots in the U.S. as the OG natural sports drink and cocktail mixer. In the 1700s, farmers sipped on Switchel after a long day in the hot sun, and Congress's favorite drink was a big bowl of Switchel spiked with rum. The base of our Switchel is citrus, ginger, apple cider vinegar, and a dash of honey. Thanks. You guys can pay me later for royalties. (laughs) I'm a firm believer that whenever you're reading something, you have to change your voice just to make it more interesting. (laughs) Okay, cool. So I know the general definition of what Switchel is, but how did you get your hands on this? Because kombucha is all the rage, but I think it tastes super gross. Like I have a very strong reaction to it. I did not have it with this, and I'm not just endorsing them because... They're on my show, but I can do that, too, because it's my show. Um, But how did you stumble upon this?
2: Yeah, so kind of randomly, I was dealing with some stomach issues, dealing with some, like, health and gut-related issues, probably, like, four or five years ago now, and was making my own kombucha in my Boston apartment, um, which became really tedious, and it was kind of slimy and gross. Um, Because kombucha is what? Kombucha, so it's fermented tea, basically, with what's called a scoby and you are brewing bacteria essentially and fermenting all this stuff together and then it carbonates and you flavor it um, and it's probably like a two-week-long process to do. So nobody got run time out, for that. And then you never know when you're homebrewing how much alcohol content, like the alcohol content is. You don't really know what you're going to get. You don't know if you're growing the wrong strains of bacteria. I lived in like a drafty old Boston apartment. Holy crap. So you never know.
0: Are people doing this at home? Yeah,
2: people are doing this at home all the time, and there are risks to it. So that's why you should kombucha if you are doing Holy it probably crap. for the most part. Um, I
0: didn't even know. Yeah.
2: And then I worked at PBS, so I could not afford to buy like $5 kombuchas every day. So I kind of took to the internet to do some research on what were other alternatives to all of this kombucha I wanted, like a gut healthy drink, um, but I didn't want to spend a lot of money. And then I stumbled upon Switchel and just kind of fell in love with the history of the drink because you can trace its roots all the way back to ancient Greece, Mm -hmm. trace it through the Caribbean, trace it up the coast of the US and through the colonies. Um, And then I could make it all with stuff that I had in my pantry. So I just kind of like took out the juicer, like threw in some ginger, threw in some turmeric, just started like playing around with it. Um, And then I was bringing it to work every day in mason jars and caught the eye of a few of my coworkers in the newsroom of PBS in Boston. And they were like, what is that? So you were
0: bootlegging the And then Switchall. I started
2: bootleg selling my switchle and <laughs> <into> some smoothies <laughs> to make some money so I could afford my class fast habit in Boston um, and afford the neighborhood I lived in. So yeah, that's kind of just like how I started making switchle. And then Josie, it turns out, had been making switchle at home for years.
1: Yeah, I was um, diagnosed with celiac when I was in um, high school and... My mom and I started researching like Nikki did and trying to find just like a simple fix that would just make me feel a little bit better um, and stumbled upon apple cider vinegar, which I like love and proclaim to be a cure-all for everything. Isn't it
0: an acquired taste?
1: Ye- yes, actually. Yeah, and I think it's, um, you. it mixes well rather than, I mean, white vinegar is a little bit harder to take in my opinion, mm-hmm. but um It's definitely an acquired taste. And what we were making in our kitchen was nowhere near what this what a sip city switchel is. Um, I was, like, taking vinegar shots. It was horrible. Um, So so that's what I did. And I was
0: like, okay, there's a drink, apple cider vinegar. I couldn't even last, like, three weeks because I've had a lot of digestive issues Mm -hmm. and have gluten sensitivities and everything else. And I know anti-inflammatory benefits of that with apple cider vinegar. But, yeah, getting it down...
1: It's painful, and it burns going down, and then it kind of upsets your stomach for five minutes. So what it's supposed to do yeah, it actually it, makes yeah, worse. exactly. So I, um, when Nikki introduced like modern-day switchel to me, I was amazed and also wanted it all the time. Um, and I just don't think it should be as hard to drink something that's so good for you and you shouldn't be taking shots of it and it shouldn't be like burning your throat as it goes down. It it should be, it should taste good. Just like everything else does. So I I read
0: on your website that you, you guys like to drink clean, but play dirty. (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. Who came up with that line?
2: Where did that come from? I don't know. Okay. We just kind of like stumbled into it. When in doubt,
0: boozy popsicles.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think we were probably tipsy and like brainstorming taglines, and that's what came out of it.
0: Fantastic. Where did the name Sip City come from?
2: I, so we originally wanted to name this company Balance Bar because kind of the OG idea was let's open a bar where like you can have boozy smoothies or normal smoothies and everything in balance and choose to detox or retox, like no judgment zone, like do your thing. And mm-hmm. then the idea evolved into like, let's make Switch our first product. This is like a super versatile thing. That seems like great for DC. And then we realized pretty quickly into it, like we would get sued by Balance Bar, the, yeah, the women's protein food protein bar company. Yeah. Um, so, for a few weeks actually, we were like without a name and kind of just had like the general idea of what we wanted to do, but didn't have a name, which was really hard. We felt like we were kind of like floating around with like, I don't know. So, we were testing out all these different names, nothing really seemed right. And then I was on the treadmill running and watched a commercial of like some drug, um, like pharmaceutical drug, and the ending was like CITY. And I was like, it was like Trulicity. And I mm-hmm. was like, City, City, Sip City, and then I got off the treadmill and like texted Josie and was like, Sip City. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had like a few other choices in the running at that point, and we were like, Sip City just sounds better. And yeah. Then, especially like Colin from Union Kitchen, the CEO of Union Kitchen, was like, it just sounds sexy.
0: It is. Well, I mean, I immediately think of like sex in the city. Exactly. It but makes when, your
2: mind go there. When
0: I heard you talking about it, I immediately thought of Switch City.
2: Switch City, What's, yeah, that one's good. Switch, Switch city. city. Yeah. Switch in the city. Switch in the city. We should make a little sitcom or something.
0: You could have a little character called L Switch. <laughs> <laughs> we,
2: could make a, we could do a little Instagram series of like.
0: Switch in the city. Switch just the putting city. in a random marks, yeah. but like, but neighborhoods, not like the monuments, because those are played out. Yeah,
2: that's overdone. Or like, you got
0: to be doing cool stuff. Actually, that would be a great campaign for you guys to like give away a case of Switchel for like the most creative or highest likes. Oh yeah, we're just doing marketing today. Yeah, let's, let's take some notes. Launch relatively recently. I mean, when I saw you last month, it we were you were right at the month mark. Yeah. So, what have been the biggest lessons learned with launching a beverage company? Because I am obsessed with Shark Tank and the profit and beverage companies. Is like launching a beverage line is one of the hardest things to do from a profit line.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm glad I didn't really think. That fully through before we launched uh-huh. because I think I would have maybe gotten some cold feet. The beverage industry is super competitive, and when we were told that, I just sort of thought like, "Bring it on, fuck yeah, like I'm, I'm competitive, <laughs> fuck you, yeah, Fuck like, you. Fuck like, you. Like, I can do it, like my idea is good." God, uh, I love you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's so funny because, like, I met her and I was like, she's a spitfire. Like, I could tell. I was like, you're coming on the show.
2: <laughs> oh, I appreciate
0: that. I sniffed them out in two seconds. I was like, I smell something. <laughs> it's a spitfire.
2: Or the vinegar. Vinegar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually didn't smell that. It's a great job. Okay. So, anyway, back to lessons learned. I, I want your yeah. answer and then I want Josie's answer.
2: Um. I guess I didn't fully think through, like, what the grind of it is, and I think, especially for beverage companies, most people who get into this space have so much backing, like investor backing, Mm -hmm. and the backing of, like, a Coca-Cola or something like that, so for us, we're self-funded, so I didn't fully think through, like, we're going to be running around the city, dropping off samples everywhere, like, being super scrappy, Um, But that being said, like, that's my day all day, every day, and I love it. It's amazing. Like, I got to, like, run around the city dropping off the beverage that I love and I'm proud of to people who are super interesting, who also, like, care about this space and want to learn about it. Um, And I think something that we've found to be surprising on our journey is that people actually just say yes to us. Mm -hmm. We weren't expecting that. Like, we kind of expected to get, like, nose thrown in our face all the time, and we do get like the occasional no or like this is not for us yeah which i disagree with it's for everyone but but like, that's good cause... people are saying yes like i have crazy ideas where i'm like i want to make switch old snow cones and i want to make them boozy and like i visited a bar yesterday and they were like yes we want to do that too and people just i've been saying yes which is really cool but you also like have to ask for them to say yes which is another thing that we've learned like we call them yolo emails but it's just sort of like, send that YOLO email. That's not so a YOLO, like, that's a
0: fuck it email. It's a fuck it email.
2: Yeah, it, it should be really YOLO is so soft. Yeah, it's it should be a fuck it email. It's an FI yeah. email. So, we send, yeah, so we've started just sending like fuck it emails to big names in the industry and people who like we've always kind of dreamed about collaborating with, but didn't think it was in the cards. And we just sort of been like, fuck it, let's send the email. And What's the worst that can happen? So many yeses back from doing that, which is unreal. Uh, so you just never know what you're going to get once you just say fuck it.
1: Yeah. <sighs> So
0: beautiful, it's music to my ears. Josie, what's your big lesson learned?
2: Um,
1: we've been really uh lucky, blessed, um, I don't know what word fits, uh, to have not had any uh, like huge struggles, but I would say one of the m- biggest lessons we learned really early on was um, following up with people. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to like approach someone and an event, be like, Hey, like you should try this, it's really great, I think it fit well in your bar or in your store, and they're like, oh yeah, send me an email, send me some samples, Um, which sounds great when you're at this event, and you're like, oh my God, they're interested. But uh, we learned that you kind of have to harass people sometimes to get what you want. Mm -hmm. And I think being uh, two women who are younger, um, that was a lesson that we haven't really learned up until this point. Um, And I think it's a really important one for us, especially going forward, because it's, I mean, we're kind of trained to not really follow up we're kind of trained to be like okay like you get to me when you when you have time Um, but being women in this industry you have to follow up and send multiple emails and don't be afraid to ask over and over and over and if someone offers you something take them up on it immediately
0: yeah but that I mean it's not even this industry it's every industry I see it you know as a coach I have to constantly be banging down people's doors And, you know, I've struggled with this, too, where I'm like, well, if they're interested, they're going to come to me. And I want people who are really enthusiastic about working with me, which is bullshit because people don't always know what they need in the moment. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to sell them hard of like, your life sucks. Come work with me. (laughs) But, you know, here are the benefits of working with me. Here, Here are some, you know, resources. And if you do this and this and this and this. So I think, you know, you guys are spot on of like tapping into no, I don't have to play by the rules of what a young female lady is supposed to do, but Mm -hmm. like what a business owner does, and that doesn't have a gender on it. So
2: true.
0: Profits don't have gender. Nope. It just has decimal points, and I think you want to be on one side versus the other. Oh, yes. (laughs) You guys are awesome. (laughs) awesome. So I got to know, what is your goal for end of the year? Since you guys started in like January, right?
2: Yeah, so we launched in stores on January 21st, we kind of started this whole journey like August of this year um, so we have a few goals for the year um, one of my main goals for the year is to get us into union market in some capacity whether it's like a pop-up or through different vendors but I want to have like a meaningful like established presence in planning union seats. Market, <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> um, another big one for us is getting into um, like a local chain, sort of like a Yes or a Moms or a Streets that's really important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of our target market. Um, and then we really want to be selling online by the end of the year in mm-hmm. a in a real way. Um, but one of our big um, values is sustainability, and mm-hmm. there's just so much packaging waste in selling online yeah. um, and just shipping things. So we're trying to see how we can do that without leaving such a huge footprint. Um, so we're working on that right now. And then what else are...
1: Um, I would just add to the shipping note Um, one thing that a friend mentioned to us recently was like if you're not online people if you if you don't offer shipping it's hard to get people in other markets hooked so um, we just celebrated a big win recently we had a distributor order in uh, New York so now we're in Manhattan and Brooklyn Um, so that's really great, but we want to go beyond that too not even a year from now But like two years from Well, no a year from now. Why not? (laughs) So we um, we want to make our product Accessible to people who are not on the East Coast Mm -hmm. Um, and it's very very hard to do with glass But glass bottles is something we care a lot about and there's a reason behind why we use glass So we're working on shipping, but I think making it available on a larger scale than just the DMV area
0: Okay what does success look like for you individually as a business owner?
2: Um, feeling really fulfilled every day when I wake up and go to bed and feeling like I did everything possible to further a business that day. I think there's, because I'm doing this full time, like I wake up every day feeling like I have no idea what the fuck the day entails, but like, let's go after it. And then I think success is just like going to bed being like, I killed it today. Like I did X, Y, and Z and hit all the things on my to-do list and got subsidy out there. And then I think just success for us in general is like getting people talking about switchell and the way that they talk about kombucha and they talk about juices, but they're also drinking it in a more mindful way where they're not just picking up a beverage because someone told them it was healthy for them. They're thinking about with intention, like why they bought that beverage and why they're drinking it and for what purpose. Awesome. Yeah.
1: I would just add, um, a Switchel historically has not been cool. Um, One of our goals is to make Switchel cool. Like it's great and it tastes awesome. Oh no, no,
0: you need to make it sexy.
1: Sexy, yes, Switchel, we're gonna make Switchel sexy. Sexy. Absolutely, but um, (laughs) we've been actually staying away from the word trendy. Um, Oh yeah, no, I hate that word. I think success is sticking around longer than just something that comes and goes. Um, There's a lot of health trends out there that um, may or may not be good for you. They may be horrible, some of them. but they tend to, like, flare up on Instagram and then go away. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely want Switchel to be more than that. I want to stick around. That sounds like inflammation. And they need to drink this. <laughs> you see, right? <laughs> They're flaring There's up. Intention to everything that we do. So, um, <laughs> No, I just, uh, success to me is, is sticking around. And that's one of our, the goal. I guess. Yeah. Sustainability.
0: We want to be here for a while. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Well, I'm thirsty. I don't know about you, but let's let's get this drank on. So, they for the people listening, I'm so sorry you're not here, but if you're in DC, you can pick this up at sipsidydc.com. Is that the? Yeah.
2: If you head to our website, you can see um, the updated list of the stores that we're selling in. We launched at Glen's Garden Market, and we're sold at both of their locations. Um, we're selling at both Union Kitchen grocery locations and then a bunch of different, like, specialty grocery stores and convenient sort of s- cafe stores. So head to our website. That'll be the most updated list of where we are.
0: Very cool. And, and keep posted because apparently they're doing competitions on social media because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got right here in front of us, I'm sorry for the Facebook Live uh, viewers, we have um, the Nashville, uh, which has ginger, what's ACV?
2: Apple cider vinegar. So the base apple of all three vinegar. of them is apple cider vinegar, ginger, citrus, honey, and water. Okay. So that's all that's in this guy, which is our original, which is the district. For the Nashville, we played around with it a bit and put in pomegranate and orange. Fancy. Um, I can't remember it's which it's one, one was It's the most vinegar-forward out of the three. It's yeah. like a tangy, fruity, delicious drink. The district mm. is kind of like lemonade with a kick. It's just apple cider vinegar, ginger, lemon, honey, and water. It's delicious. And then Boston is my favorite. It's turmeric, black pepper, cayenne pepper, cinnamon, and orange on top of our original base. Okay,
0: and we have some sparkling wine because we, we're not calling it champagne because it's not from France. <laughs> uh, we're not calling it Prosecco because it's not from Italy. And we're not calling it Cava because it's not from Spain. And yes, I know my bubbles. Yeah. But this is sparkling wine. This is actually fizz. We're gonna give them a little plug because they yeah. are here. They're local. Um, if Fizz, if you want to come on the show, I'm happy to sample your drinks, too. Um, <laughs> who wants to do the honors? We're gonna We're going to do a little mixing here because I have already done a sample of it uh, without booze. Yes. Um, but we're doing it with booze because it's yeah. my show, and why not? And fuck it. Fuck it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite sound in the world vodka goes really well with our Nashville and our district as well. I don't know
0: why I got six cups. I mean
2: we're gonna try both with each other. I flavor. know, but I
0: should have gotten nine. My math skills were completely <laughs> off.
2: That's okay. The Boston, like I would mix the Boston, which is the turmeric one, with like mezcal or tequila or some dark liquor. Okay. I wouldn't necessarily mix it with champagne. So okay. I think we're set on cups. Oh, so for we, what we've we got have got these lighter colors that are gonna be better. For yeah, that. they're okay. fruitier.
0: Cool. You know? Cool. Oh, oh look at you. <laughs> Yourself right, so everything's bars. intentional. All right, so this is the Nash the district that's coming my way So this is the light yellow
2: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. The, maybe more? Let's test out the ratio. I like the
0: ratio to be more wine. Oh, that's it. nice So usually like sparkling wine will have kind of a bite to it but this you would think that apple cider vinegar would give it a more of a bite but it actually gives it more of a citrus
2: yeah, it rounds it
0: out. It does round it out. Nice job, ladies. Mixology, hello.
2: Yeah, so that's the thing about this with alcohol. The vinegar and the bite of alcohol just kind of cut each other out in it's a very really nice way. It can be kind of dangerous. Our friends will attest to this. We accidentally get them drunk a fair amount because I'm especially your new friend. this one, <laughs> new friend, new friend. Um, especially with the Nashville, mm. you just don't taste alcohol. I don't taste alcohol in that at yeah. all. It it tastes like juice. It's like being a kid again and drinking apple juice.
0: I'm a kid every day. Oh, that's
2: good. Is that with the Nashville? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't
0: good. know. How do you pick a favorite? It's hard. I mean, do you have favorites?
1: Um, I am partial to the Nashville, and I'm not biased at all. I think I think um, you. Were, oh, I was wondering why no, w- it was called Nashville, well, but I'm glad I met in you. It's vinegar shots all those years. Um, it's definitely the most. Uh, they all have the same ingredient base, so the measurements are the exact mm-hmm. same across the three, as far as the apple cider vinegar goes. Um, but for some reason, it's a little bit more vinegary than the others, um, and I guess I have gotten used to it because that's definitely my favorite.
2: Yeah, there are some days when the Nashville like is my favorite. It depends. If I wake up hungover, it depends on some other things. These are awesome. I, I'm so happy
0: that we got this together, that you guys brought me
2: booze. And if you <laughs> want to
0: be on the podcast and bring me booze and gifts, I had... I have raised the bar for being on the yes, podcast. Yes. Well, this is the first beverage company, the first live tasting. And thank God it tasted good because I, ha- I don't have a poker face. <laughs> I'm the worst. Oh, I'm my like, God, you like it. <laughs> and there's a reason why I'm not doing the the Boston, because I don't do turmeric. Uh. It's not my favorite. Um, for some reason, cumin and turmeric just don't agree with me. Hmm. I liked it in there because it was not as abrasive, but it was not.
2: Yeah, it's kind of mellow in here, but I understand that. Yeah. i liking the
0: taste. It's okay. Like we, we can have our favorites, but all in all, thumbs up. You know, we're good. This is awesome. fantastic. And I'm going to keep drinking this because I can. So, sipcitydc.com, check them out. Um, I'm going to keep drinking it because it's really good. And if <laughs> you don't, then you're really missing out because I'm healing my gut and getting drunk at the same time. It's win win.
2: Oh, yeah. That's the main goal of this whole thing. Yes. Just keep doing your thing, but just do it a little healthier.
0: But, Nikki, Josie, thank you so much. Sip City DC, you guys are amazing. Spitfire podcast. This is like our official drink now. Until someone wants to pay me a million dollars to knock you out of the spot. (laughs) But ladies, thank you so much for popping in.
2: Thank you for having us. Spitfires,
0: United, the circle continues to grow. And for all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome.